Thank you. Right. Well, I, I think my, my remarks actually might be quite a nice foil to what we've heard so far. So we heard from Tim uh, and Rita um, these wonderfully sort of hopeful uh, accounts of how things could be more um, intelligent, more, more reasonable. And I'll talk a bit about, I suppose, some of the barriers that I think that we have erected in this country um, to the realisation of the sort of uh, enlightened and creative uh, schemes they've put forward. Uh, and as you might have noticed, there's a mayoral election um, going on. Actually, not, not one, I think, which the public are particularly engaged in, but that, that, that's not a discussion. Uh, not a particularly exciting one, but there's a mayoral election going on, and the theme that has emerged as by far the most important is housing. And it's just worth reminding ourselves that actually that wasn't always the case. I mean, I remember the very first mayoral election, uh, I would say crime and uh, perhaps transport loomed larger than, larger than housing. Uh, but in this one, um, housing is the, is the big issue. And if you read the mayoral manifestos, uh, particularly Zach and Sadiq's, um, you would think that fixing housing was actually quite an easy thing to do because uh, they've got lots of ideas about how you do it. And, and I completely understand, I'm a great fan of the morality, I think it's been a fantastic innovation. It's extraordinary to think that only 16 years ago we didn't have a, a, a mayor for London or a government for London. It's been a great innovation. And you can understand why they are hopeful, right? I mean, London is uh, a very, very rich city. It is the economic capital of Europe uh, without any serious um, rival. Uh, it is growing very, very fast. Uh, a million um, people uh, increase every decade. Uh, much, much better as a city to be uh, growing than the, the, the London I grew up in the 1970s was, was declining. Uh, surely, uh, and, it, and it's as we know, it's a low-density city, much lower densities than, than the cities like Paris or, or, or New York, let alone um, somewhere like uh, Singapore. Um, and uh, it's got lots of public land, uh, particularly around a um, uh, lot, lot of it uh, closely connected to, 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 to transport hubs. And it's got a, a, a green belt all around it. So you can sort of, you know, and there's the mayor... Uh, with his, uh, you know, the head of this great world city, um, with his city hall, you know, on the on the on the Thames, it, you know, you you look at it and you must you can see how you must think, well, it's all so so easy, but actually, it's not, um, and uh, and I think we've got to understand why it's not easy if we're going to um, to, to to make it a bit easier. And I think uh, there's something about um, the way that we do development in this country. Uh, starting at the local level. I mean, everybody is in favour of more housing in general, but very few of us want more housing in the areas where we, where we live. Uh, this is perhaps a partly quite a sort of British thing, um, and it is still the case, I think, despite the sort of prominence that housing's got in, the, in this mayoral election, that most people don't think government is ultimately responsible for housing shortages. You know, if you, if you can't get a, um, an operation on the NHS where you can't get your kid into the local school, that is government's fault. But it's still the case, really, that if you can't afford a house, well, that's bad luck. So there is this attitude. There is the fact, I think, which is that um, the, it's the nature of our, of our political system that uh, the 
the shortage, the burden that arises from the shortage of housing falls on younger people. But as we all know, younger people don't vote, and older people vote in, in much greater numbers. Um, this, I suspect, will be particularly true in the election, uh, mayoral election we've got coming. Um, I'm, I'm predicting uh, a turnout of about 32%, 34%, um, lower than the last time round. This election isn't coinciding with any other election, and neither of the mayoral candidates, I think, is particularly caught, as I said, the public imagination. And the new um, uh, registration system that we have, in moving from a household registration to an individual registration, is seen as a drop in the uh, proportion of us that are enrolled, perhaps as much as 8% across London. So you're going to be seeing um, a much, I think many fewer people voting than have voted even in the last election, uh, and as, 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 as I've said, um, the lower the proportion of, 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 of whole, sorry, it's older, older, older people turn out, and this will be particularly the case in, in this election, and, and they're less, less, less concerned about housing. And it's also the case, uh, as I'm sure you, many of you recognise, that we uh, in this country have a sort of system which means um, that the sort of costs of new housing development in terms of um, you know, infrastructure, loss of you know, uh, uh, green space, and so on, fall sort of very heavily on, um, on existing residents, while um, you know, the benefits are enjoyed um, much more... Um, in a much more distributed, distributed way, so it, it's harder to get sort of real campaigns in favour of, of, of new development. Uh, you know, we're not good. We, we, we've, we've tried it a bit with SIL and other things. We're still not good at ensuring that the sort of some of the sort of benefits that do arise from local development are enjoyed um, by existing residents. So I think there's a whole sort of set of, of concerns around the way we do development. There's also a slightly more um, uh, current problem, which is that. Uh, the cuts to local authorities have fallen very, very heavily on planning departments, um, and they are a result as weak, uh, weak, and they're poor at engagement, and they're poor at doing the um, strategic master planning, which is so important actually to getting people on board. Uh, we did a look, we did a little project looking at where the uh, cuts had fallen. Um, in local authority spending, and they had, as I said, they have fallen very heavily on planning departments. But what was really striking is that it's the, um, the the boroughs, which are often have the most ambitious, have the greatest housing shortages and the most ambitious plans for building houses, and which feature most largely in mayoral mayoral plans for for increasing housing supply, are the boroughs which have seen the heaviest cuts to their planning departments. And I'm thinking here of places like Tower Hamlets. Um, in particular, or, 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 or Barking and Dagenham. So you've got a sort of set of issues at the sort of at, at the local level, at the boroughs, which are which are um, which, which are, as I say, a, a real issue, and particularly in London, because we do have this very unusual system of uh, government where um, the boroughs have much more power over over things like housing and development generally than than, than the, the mayor, and that that in in international terms, it's very, very, a very unusual model. I mean, I think there's a lot to be said for it. I think it's the, the, there's many great things for it, but it does, it does, I suppose, give this sort of NIMBY, um, the NIMBY faction a particularly, uh, the NIMBY um, lobby, if you like, a uh, particularly sort of strong, strong voice in, in planning decisions. And then when you go to the, the mayoral level, as I said, first of all, the mayor doesn't have a great deal of, of direct power over housing. He was conceived, uh, it was conceived, in as a strategic body. Um, uh, it's gained some uh, more funds over uh, affordable housing, and of course it has um, the powers to create mayoral development corporations, but they haven't been used very much. Uh, and then we have a very 
you know, peculiar. I mean, so it's not only the case that the, that the, the, the boroughs have a great deal of power, but, but despite the devolution to Scotland and Wales, if you look at uh, the way London, where London sits um, in, in, in the political system, we have a very, very centralised uh, political system still in, in, in the UK and it's very, very hard for the mayor to raise money to spend on, on housing um, or development and the mayor still really has to go to an absolutely extraordinary, I mean mad extent, I mean an extent which is, would just seem you know, crazy if you were uh, in Paris or, or New York. The mayor has to go um, uh, cap in hand to the, um, to the Exchequer to get funding for, 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 for development and even at that national level you know, we are very, very bad. I think this is getting a bit better, but we are very bad at capturing the the, the uplift from public uh, investment in, in new infrastructure um, in, and in, in, in development more generally. So we have a sort of pretty dysfunctional system. It's not helped by some very, very stupid policies that the government have introduced, which almost seem to exist to deliberately deter um, borough and GLA investment in housing. I'm thinking here particularly of... Um, uh, the capping um, rent rises for housing associations and insisting on the sort of right to buy uh, for housing associations, and a more general, longer term, very, very tight limits we impose on the ability of the GLA and uh, and the boroughs to to raise to raise money. So these are um, a series of um, I think things which make it you know really limit uh, the powers of the mayor to to rise to the challenge, um, the enormous challenge of our housing, of our housing crisis. Uh, and I say all this partly because it's true, um, but I don't, want to, I don't want to depress you. I think it's important to recognize it because it's only if you sort of recognize it that you sort of can develop um, policies and, and approaches which I think could sort of address some of these things. So I think of course there are things that a new mayor could do better than the previous mayor to help unlock housing development. Um, I think, as I said, I think we haven't made very good use of um, particularly transport for London land, probably network rail as well, I mean, there's absolutely sort of huge potential there. We've done work on um, uh, the benefits of extending uh, the overground across South London, that's the sort of thing that can unlock jobs, jobs and growth. Um, I think we can, I think there's a willingness on government to be a bit more creative in the way that we capture the value of, of um, the investment we, we put in things like Crossrail, uh, we're moving um, in that direction. But I think, I think until we have got much better at engaging uh, local, the local public in, in um, in, sh in labour planning and planning their, uh, their areas until we've got better at ensuring that they feel the benefit and this is why I, I like your um, suburbia proposal so much because there there's a really tangible benefit to, to local development we've got to be much more ingenious about that and until the mayor manages to get more power um, uh, particularly tax raising powers and, and, and the design of, of the London tax regime from um, central government, I think it'll be very hard for the mayor to deliver on anything like the sort of you know huge ambitious targets that both um, both uh, Sadiq and, and, and um, Zach have committed themselves to. So I so I think I think there's you know there's a gender around business as usual and doing it better, but actually I think the sort of the, the longer term strategy has about got to be about um, creating a rather different way of of um, managing and funding uh, development in this in this in in, in this city. Uh, and that's a campaign I hope we can all sort of 
get behind. But those, I mean, those are my those are my comments. Those are my thoughts. I'm, I'm very happy to sort of well, with anyone else to take questions on the on the campaign, the difference between the two um, the, the two candidates. Though, I mean, I have to say, I don't think the differences are absolutely um, are absolutely vast. Thank you. Very much.